Hollywood is crazy. First they had the Mexican with Brad Pitt, and now they've got the last samurai with Tom Cruise. Well, I've written the film. Maybe they'll maybe they'll produce my film. The last on earth starring Tom Hanks. How about that? Good evening And welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast Paul Gladney Is it Gladney? Well, we know him by another day <laughs> It's bittersweet tonight's podcast Because I like I like to celebrate people Paul Gladney, born August 4th, 1941 in Shreveport, Louisiana. But we know him as Paul Mooney. And those were clips from Paul Mooney on Comedy Central on Chappelle. He was he played Negro Damas. He also did Ask a Black Dude. Come on. And today Paul Mooney would have been 80 years old. He died back in May. As I said, I was on my way to work that morning. I I literally screamed out the car, no. Oh, Paul Mooney was funny. He was, he was, uh, how do I say this? He made people uncomfortable funny. He told the truth. And got in a lot of trouble for doing that. So I thought. Let's just celebrate. Let's celebrate the man. There are very few people whom I would consider cool who know who Paul Mooney is or was. And when you tell them, oh, I love Paul Mooney, and it's like a rite of passage. You love Paul Mooney, too? You don't think he's controversial? And it's like, well, he's speaking the truth. got cut off because this microphone has a mind of its own here's some paul mooney doing what he did best ask a black dude on comedy central's Chappelle show when they brought paul mooney in dave Chappelle knew he knew the spirit of richard pryor and paul mooney batman and robin was alive and well on the Chappelle show movies uh, is the black guy the first guy killed that happy that's in that movie where he heals all white people the big black runaway he was throughout the whole movie he only got killed at the end 
which I hated. I hated that movie because I hated him and I hated everybody that wrote that movie. Black people are always worried about liking uh, Barbershop. They're better worried about what they say in white films. White films go all over the world because I remember The Godfather and I, I won't forget the, when they had the drug scene and they said, well, we don't do that. Sell it to the They should have had something to say about that. Black people want to go to black dentists and the black people want to get buried by black undertakers. That's funny. Stephen King, he almost said, I read it. I always thought dentists were dentists. I, I wasn't into black and white dentists, please. They can fix the teeth, cool. They can't, that's cool too. That's kind of a weird question. And coming from Stephen King, that was very strange. Kind of a horror man come on and ask the question about a that was already scary. I wrote a, a, a script for Stephen King. I have a Stephen King horror movie. The Brain. We'll see how that scared people. In school. How about that, Stephen? Our first film is Gone with the Wind. This film is an epic romance centering around Scarlett O'Hara, a damsel in distress during the Civil War. It is a must-own, must-see movie. I highly recommend it. I couldn't agree with you more. I've actually seen Gone with the Wind 13 times since I was 10 years old. No kidding. You must be on crack. I don't think uh, <laughs> we've seen the same movie. I thought Scarlett was a hoe. She went to bed with everybody uh, but Mammy. I love Mammy. Mammy was the best. The best scene in the movie is when Mammy told the white people, get off my poach, white trash. I stood. <laughs> She was great. I thought she had a great role. Do you know in real life it was Hattie McDaniels? They wouldn't let Mammy go to the opening. Hollywood, no, no, Hollywood goes too far. But she's dead. But she's dead. But everybody comes back. Everybody comes back to get their money. She, she, uh, she came back as Oprah Winfrey to get her money. Hello. See what I mean? I have a DVD, not a Blu-ray. Is it DVD? Let's let's look at Paul. Let's look at Paul. Paul Paul brought it. If you couldn't take the heat after being charged twice. Don't get in the kitchen. And that was Paul Mooney. And a lot of, and and what he said about the Godfather was true. If you remember that. <sighs> yeah, a lot of what he said was true. He should have had his own show. Think of all the people that Paul Mooney wrote for. All right. Think of all the... He didn't get all the credit, too. He wrote the Exorcist sketch on SNL for Lorraine Newman and Richard Pryor. And so... I always feel we got to give him we got to give him the respect. So whenever people talk about Saturday Night Live and a lot of them who love Richard Pryor talk about that exorcist sketch and I say to them, you know who wrote that sketch? Paul Mooney. Or the fact that he wrote primarily for Richard Pryor. And there was the parallel between him and Richard Pryor. Paul Mooney was not about the drugs. And Richard, hello. But they were like Batman and Robin. They were like Batman and Robin. They truly were. This is so funny. Here we go. Paul Mooney. 
another one that pissed me off, that goddamn prostitute over there in Alaska. That hoe-ass bitch. That tramp-ass bitch. Oh, oh. I'm from the streets. I was raised with pips. I know a hoe when I see one. Hoe, slut, tramp. No respect. Don't have no respect for Obama. Up there talking about God and all that perpetrating little devil worshiping bitch. She don't fool me. A hoe. Talking about she can see she can see Russia from her her window. No bitch, you can see him in your bedroom. You're fucking the motherfucker, the tramp ass bitch. A hoe, tramp, slut, hoe. Suck a dick, bitch, and do Playboy. She don't have no respect for my black president, and I don't have a goddamn respect for her boyish ass. And the apple don't fall far from the tree. The daughter's a hoe, too. Another hoe. That white boy wasn't gonna marry that tramp. He just wanted the pussy. He was playing that bitch. That old white woman ain't had nothing them babies. That young girl had all them babies. That's why one of them's Illiform. Keep this shit real. Keep this shit real. I'm taking you back. You know Illiform. You know what I'm talking about. It's dark up there nine months after year. That's all they do is fuck up there. there ain't nothing up there but hoes and vampires. <laughs> Oh, you should have seen the audience. And who was in the audience laughing? Kim Fields. Tootie from The Facts of Life. Laughing at the godfather of comedy, Paul Mooney. And today, Paul Mooney would have been 80 years old. He died back in uh, May in Oakland. I'm not too far from Oakland. I never got to see him do his thing live. But people have told me that he was, he was the best. He was the best. We're going to do some funny quotes. We have to. I'm not Paul Mooney and hey. Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, his times on Howard Stern were hilarious. Negro Domus um, asked a black dude. He wrote a lot. You know, he also wrote for In Living Color. A lot of people don't remember that. I love this. He says, white folks, there are no ghosts. If there were slaves, the, the slave, they're scared the slaves would come back to kill them. <laughs> okay. Hello. See, I can't do it. I've tried. I've tried. He said, he said some shit that some people won't touch. Well, Hammer, for one, how he danced for the chicken. Can't touch this. Oh, Rick and Morty's on right now. Oh, it's always a bloodbath. 
Yeah. He said, Paul Mooney said, people don't want to hear the truth. They never do. They want to live in some kind of fantasy. Here we go. He said, sometimes what you have, what you do, you have no control over because it's predestined. It's going to happen in spite of you. There's nothing you can do about it. Is this him talking about life? (laughs) I think the Oprah thing is the best. I think that's the best. And... Oh, here we go. This is good. This is good. Paul, Paul Mooney. Or not Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. Or a commercial. Here we go. Definitely the white. That's why you got me here. Like white folks cross-examining my black ass. Black ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the new one. Said that in the, the issue for the 20th century would be race. Now that we're into the 21st century, do you think it's. Of course. Race is. Nothing's changed but the weather. It used to be overt, now it's covert. And Obama being in office, it makes it overt again. These white people can't help themselves. You see the things that are coming out of their mouths. They're saying stuff that's. White people are saying wild stuff. You listen to these white boys on these talk shows and these radio shows, they say whatever they feel. I mean, that one Dan Rather with his old tired butt, he's going to say Obama can't sell watermelons. Clinton's going to say he would be bringing us his coffee. I mean, come on, white boy. It's too much for me. That's why I say what I feel. White folks got their freedom. I'm going to be free white and 21 too. That's an old Southern expression. Free white and 21. That's what I want to be. So let's let's jump into the whole issue. Like you're always in our top every month. You're in our top ten most viewed clips. The piece that you did for us in 2008. Uh, it's got over 140 thousand views. And uh, I'm in the top ten. You're always in the top ten. You're kidding. For us, yeah. I'm stunned. Well, people have a <laughs> lot of comments. <laughs> I just think I'm stunned. Well, thank you. I'm in the top 10. Okay, I'll accept that. Most viewed, most commented. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember when they were 10 the Lindians. Remember? Top five. I hope I don't end up like that. Remember? Remember? One, little, two. Remember that? It was 10. (laughs) And they were two now, so go ahead. (laughs) Anyway. I mean, you certainly did it tonight in your act. But um, a lot of people, you know, you're, you're split. Most, it's like... You have a, a five-star rating across the board, and half the people use the message, the comments, to talk about how racist you are. That I'm racist? Well, that's very funny. I, I, I can't be racist by definition. Look that up. Look that up in the white folks' dictionary. How can I be racist? I've never told anyone where to live. I've never told anyone what kind of jobs to have. I've never kept anyone from going to a school out of a restaurant or drinking from a fountain. I've never lynched anybody. So how can I be racist? 
How can I be racist? By definition, I can't be racist. Well, I think what's happening is... How can, how can the slave be the master? That doesn't even make sense. You, 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 I mean, that's, that's someone that's telling you this or making that statement. Whether they're black or white, they have to be totally insane. I can't be, by definition. Look, look up the definition of racism. Well, I think what's happening in the world is a lot of younger people feel like they have no attachment to the past of America. They, they want to make that clear in their own different ways. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I mean, I'm just saying that to you. To be, um, but if I am, if I am racist, if, the, if I go along with that, then I learn from the best. I was taught by the best that that's true. But I don't think that's true. I don't think I can be. Why do you think? That's like telling a cow that they're the owner of the cows. The cows don't own people. People own cows. So it doesn't make sense to me. It's not, for me, it doesn't compute. We deal with similar issues just by having the name Real Black. Early on, I did a piece on my grandmother, and they said, you know, this is, this is even more racist. Why, if I made a show called Real White, I'd be called racist. A lot of people. If you said real white, you'd be called racist. That doesn't make sense. Because so things are real white. I'd say you would be in earnest. Just have them read the book. I'm tired of rebuttaling. Just read the damn book. Black is a new white. Buy it, steal it, do what you have to do, but get it. That's Paul Mooney. And today. Would have been 80 years old. But a comedy's best. You don't have Richard Pryor without Paul Mooney. You don't have Chappelle's show. You don't have okay, In Living Color. You don't have weird commercials on YouTube. Sorry. Thank you, Paul Mooney, for telling the truth. Scarlet was a hoe. And Hattie McDaniel came back as Oprah Winfrey. I'll drink to that. Unpleasant dreams.